doing a cover for Street Credibility done by, originally done by Nice. Beautiful track coming out your radio. It's a beautiful Friday morning. Thank God it is Friday. And yes, we say good morning Nigeria. Good morning Ogun State. Good morning Abel Kuta. Good morning Nijebu Songwata Ifo. Wherever you're listening. Good morning Lagos. Wherever you're listening to Fresh 107.9 FM. I'm Bill Kuta. And yes, my name is Binga Oreshegun. Mm-hmm. And the man you just have to love this morning. And you're welcome to the show. Freshly Pressed comes on your radio every weekday, Mondays through to Friday, from 7 o'clock in the morning all the way till 8. And I love Fridays. Tell me why. Yes, because I have Sir Eddie right here in the building. <laughs> Sir Eddie, good morning good to morning, you. Good, good morning, morning to um, Sir Eddie. Hello, lots of stories lots in the news, lots of it. Honestly. But before we go on, mm, I just want to have your opinion on two things two two things okay first um former president tolisha gombasanjo 
Yes, um, he most of the time people say mm. that he likes to be in the knees, sure. but this week he was in the knees and he said something. Um, he said that uh, the kind of democracy we practice, the Western kind of democracy, it has failed. And uh, he said that. Now my question is: You said that we should look the kind of democracy we should use. It should be termed as Afro democracy. We should look inwards and the kind of democracy that would suit us as Africans, as Nigerians. Now, let me ask you, is it the practice of democracy that has failed or the people that have failed it? That, that's like the first question. Let me have your thoughts on that one. Now, uh, when you talk of democracy, you are talking of uh, government of the people, the flowery one, mm. you know, government of, by the, of the people, by the people and for the people and yes. all that, which is going by the experience of people. Mm. It, it's not taking place sure you know because more often than not it's always governor government you know for the uh, rich mm. you know for the elites yes. know, the national assembly members and all that so but the question he has raised has raised is very germane but the issue is how did we get independence who colonized us okay i mean we started the parliamentary system of government yes. which will have worked anyway yeah, yes. people have been talking about the 1963 yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, Republican Constitution. Exactly, mm. you know, because it, g- it gave autonomy, you know, to regions and all that. Healthy rivalry. Healthy rivalry. Mm. Then when you make your money, you pay 50% to the federal, okay. you know, and you use the rest. And there was, it was fantastic. Resource control Resource was control, there. Resource control, everything mm. was okay. there. You know, the federal government took care of defense, you know, uh, uh, currency, okay. you know, and all that. But when we decided to go full length, we adopted the American the system. American. American system. And it wasn't as if we adopted everything. We, I think we took the ones that we say that, okay, you know, this will suit us. Yes, it's presidential system of government. And we took virtually everything. Talk about the legislature, talk about the judiciary, talk of the president, you know, who has all the powers in the whole world. It's just, in fact, some people believe that the Nigerian president is even strong, stronger than the American president because he can. Looking at the powers. Yes, the powers, mm, you know, he has okay. and all that. But the question is. It's not the constitution because whatever you write down, some people will implement it. It's the practitioners, the politicians, mm. you know, the policy makers, you know, and the stakeholders that are making this thing not to work. Although, I mean, scholars have argued that there is no democracy anywhere in the world. Mention it, any country that you have full-fledged democracy, you know, okay. All they do is the elites decide to keep, we want to run this government, we want to be transparent, we want to be credible, we want to inclusion and all that. Mm. And so it, so it goes. And once you misbehave, you are punished. All those things are missing in Nigeria. That, I think, is the problem. All these uh, democracy, okay, what, mm. what does it, what, 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 what is he suggesting? That we should pattern democracy uh, look, looking within. The Nigerians will implement whatever mm. you even decide, the constitution. Nigerians are in the judiciary, the executive, the legislature. So I think what is important is for people to make up their minds, especially the elite, political elites, mm. the economic elites, you know, the cultural elites, the traditional rulers, to mm. make sure that they want this constitution to work. To work. Yes, there is but hardly it, any constitution that can work you, in Nigeria. In other words, do you agree with him? No, I don't. You don't agree with I him? I don't. All right, the second one was, um, it came from the president, and he said that, um, um, he said he's, he deserves to be oh. listed in the Guinness World Records, you know, for the reforms he made since assuming office on the 29th of May 2023, and also the things, his antecedents, what the exploits he did in Lagos, you know, turning Lagos to a commercial hub and all. But um, is it right for the president to, to start praising himself, okay? And also, do Nigerians actually feel the same way? Can we say that Nigerians actually feel the same way? Have the reforms affected Nigerians positively or negatively here? Well, well, uh, I think it's in Chino Achebe. Well, he says uh, the lizard. Mm. When he yeah, Ustaz says, used that. Yeah. Oh, okay. He <laughs> used that oh, okay. yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, 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 mm. I was on another mm. thing, but I didn't even monitor. So th- that's it. Once you don't blow your trumpet, okay. I mean, nobody will blow it for you. Sure. I think that's the attitude of uh, Mr. President to it. And if you look at Lagos, Lagos in terms of, uh, in terms of number, in terms of the community yes. based, the community based uh, is smaller than the entire nation. Mm. And that's the reason why things are this way. If it were in Lagos, maybe they would have even you know, uh, gotten over the problems we have now. Mm. The issues relating to uh, oil, yes. issues relating to uh, dollar and all that. But we cannot use that as a yardstick. Okay. Yes, we must admit that the president has introduced so many things. In fact, if you look at some of his 
ministers, they are working. Tunjojo, yeah, fantastic. The minister of works, you know, working. Yeah, Wike is working. Yes. You know, Umari mm-hmm. and all that. You know, in fact, as he has given them a template, you know, through which they are going to judge you. Hmm. I mean, you don't work for this administration, you are you are kicked off. In fact, in America, they will have given you a letter to sign. All they need to do is to put the date. And I think he has instilled that that fear yes. in court mm. in his ministers yes. and they want to work even look at the uh, party you know the, the minister in charge of uh, health and related mm. matters is, is working so if you look at it in terms of that and even the obasi man that he appointed okay. so he has done a lot you know to set templates but the templates for now are not working for the common man what does the common man need food security food is skyrocketing mm. every day you know drugs 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 in, drugs in particular drugs in fact re- uh, retirees are crying mm. you know seriously now Just because what you used to mm. buy for one thousand naira is now four thousand five thousand asthmatic it, patients asthmatic right patients now. you know it, so, it, so it, it is really yeah, scary. diabetic it patients really you know scary. just mention mm. it's very scary very very i think scary. it's, it's it, yeah don't, don't mm. just fall sick right now do, do, don't, just, time, don't, don't just fall sick. Don't don't fall sick. Don't it's incredible i think it's very yes all these policies have to be pro people True. Most of them are not pro people because it's still the big man that is exactly. enjoying it. Mm. Maybe uh, after some time okay. we might get there. Okay. After you know, but it's not for the it's, immediate. It's it should work on the immediate. In the immediate, in the immediate you know, mm. that can assist the people. Okay. You know, but the people are so. All right. If you just joined us, it is freshly pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station on Fresh One Zero Seven Point Nine FM. Abel Kuta. We have Sir Eddie right here in the studio. My name is Binga. Second, the man, you just have to love a couple. We have a couple of stories for you this morning. We have stories from the Punch newspaper, the Vanguard newspaper, the Daily Trust is also here, and also the Platform Times, also in the building. Now, the Punch newspaper has this one NNPCL ends fuel import December 2024, projects 4.5 trillion naira revenue. The Punch newspaper NNPCL ends fuel import December 2024 projects 4.5 trillion naira revenue also from the punch newspaper federal government and states plan 18 million naira 18 million agric jobs and 1.5 billion dollar funds federal government and states plan 18 million agric jobs and 1.5 billion dollar funds and uh, um the vanguard newspaper has this one northern elders express concern over conduct of judiciary vanguard newspaper northern elders express concern over conduct of judiciary the daily trust has this one tinubu government inherited a dead economy says soludo daily trust has this one tinubu government inherited dead economy says soludo the platform times also has this one public health crisis looms as pharmaceutical imports sir to three trillion naira in six years so let's look at the details of this stories real quick uh remember it is still freshly pressed on nigeria's number one radio station all right we have the story from let's start from the punch newspaper and it has this one nnpcl and fuel imports december 2024 projects 4.5 trillion naira revenue now here's a story the Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited, NNPCL, on Thursday said it would end the importation of refined petroleum products by December 2024 as all the country's refineries would be operational by then. It also projected that the national oil firm would grow its revenue to 4.5 trillion naira at the end of 2023, adding that the rehabilitation of the Port Harcourt Refining Company under the NNPCL's management would be completed by december this year now the group chief of group chief officer of the nnpcl melikian disclosed this when he led officials of the company to a meeting with the speaker of the house of representatives tajuddin abbas where the lawmakers called for the privatization of nigeria's refineries now the punch newspaper also has this one nnpcl and fuel imports december 2024 projects 4.5 trillion naira revenue now, though, it's, it's, it's looking, I'm yeah. sorry, Eddie, good morning. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> looking morning. like the Nigerian government is showing readiness, you know, to stop importation of uh, refined petroleum products. And um, 
now there's a timeline to it. There's a, a timeline mm. has been set for December 2024 mm. for no more importation of refined products. And uh, Niger, the NNPCA would somewhat emerge. Niger would emerge as the net exporter of the commodities in, December, in 2024 because when we stop in the importation of refined, refined um, products. Now, um, it also starting to look like the December date for the commencement of the operation <laughs> of the Port Echo Refinery is almost becoming a reality. Mm. You know, they said that December, Heineken Lekbobori, the Minister for State for Petroleum, said that December deadline is the date for uh, the Port Echo Refinery to start. Uh, first quarter, the Wari Refinery would also start. Are you excited? I am not. Oh, there's there's not much to share about. But although if it becomes realistic, it's okay. It's good. Okay, it's good for us, you know, because it's likely to the price is likely to come down. Although, Will it come? Down? Yeah, hey, although again, it's susceptible, you know, to international market, you know, rating. Okay. Because once the crude goes up there, mm. it's supposed to go up here in Nigeria. Once it goes down, it's supposed to go, come down in Nigeria. Now, why I'm saying I'm not impressed is because, I mean, o- over the years we have not made any attempt. It's only the ones that were, you know, the refineries that were established during the military that mm. we are still running. Whereas other countries are not running it that way. America has 200, uh, 138 facilities. 138 refining Refineries. facilities mm. ac- across all the countries. And it's refining 18 million barrels per day. Followed by China, 17 million barrels per day. You talk of Indonesia, you talk of uh, Saudi Arabia, you know, Kuwait. It looks like Nigeria is the only oil producing country that does not have a functioning refinery. Exactly. Whereas, even, I mean, there are countries, Singapore does not have a single drop of oil, but it provides one quarter of what the world uses. So, Mm. which means we are not clairvoyant, we are not projecting into the future, and that's why we are here, we are now today. Because oil is affecting virtually everything, sure. food, transportation, and all sure. that. Then again, if you look at the this NNPCL that is now promising us, what have they done? In fact, according to Abbas, in the last 20 years, the amount of job put into the uh, 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 the whole thing, the operation by workers, is just only 20. It's only just a, uh, a month job, a month uh, work that has been put in because they are spending. In fact, on the refinery, they have spent 12 trillion. Talk about the turnaround yeah, maintenance. Turnaround mm. maintenance, 12 trillion. Then, not only that, they spent 5.8 billion naira on operations without sim- providing <laughs> a single drop of oil. So, although, although the house, the, the, the lawmakers are calling for, you know, they said they would probe them. Uh, yes, said, exactly. On, uh, but, but the probe, do the, you think anything will come out? No, no, well, nothing may come out of it. <laughs> no, because more often than not, we've had this in the past. Virtually exactly. every, the every uh, House of Assembly, mm. National Assembly, you know, the Senate, the House of Reps will tell you, they will cough someone them at the end of the day. Because these monies are in individual hands. Sure. And some people will say, ah, what is it? This is not, <laughs> I mean, let's settle. So I'm not I'm not optimistic about it at all. Mm. Maybe the only thing one should be optimistic about, okay. is, and which they have not promised, is that there will be more refineries. Because okay. unless we look, I mean, why would America have 138 refineries spread all over the country, and we cannot have at least 18 or 20 spread mm. all over the all, all over Nigeria, so that it's nearer to people, it's nearer to the states, you know, and sure. it can be distributed. Sure. So that, that's one aspect of it. Then the another thing is this issue of privatization. Because if you still depend on this, if they tell you the amount of money spent on this turnaround maintenance, the court you are talking about, mm. you'll be shocked. What has happened to worry? Why did we? Why did we take one to Kaduna to do what? And you have to pipe it, you know, to that place, and it's susceptible, susceptible, you know, to uh, breakages and what have you. Mm. So I think we have to restructure the entire thing. We we must make up our mind. Although they are saying. Dangote will come on upstream. There is this one in Imo that will you know, refine 60 mm. and they are expecting uh, 100. There is one in Edo. But all those ones are a pittance, a drop in the ocean. Sure. We need the size of Nigeria mm. and the amount of fuel we use. Even in industries, you know, diesel, it requires massive injection. Okay. You know, if we have spent that much on the maintenance, we, I mean, we we'll have been able to make at least two refineries. Two. So, mm. Yes, you know, to establish two refineries. Sure. So I'm not too optimistic about it because you are not even sure. Because the technology that the, the 
that dotted the first one, yes. this one being refined, mm. is an Italian technology. And technology has moved since then. Mm. If technology, petroleum technology has moved since then, are we using this new one to repair? No, I think that's, that's, that should be considered. Maybe when they are doing the whole thing, it will be considered. So, well. so yes, that's what I'm... Because I believe that the government would bring about bring professionals professionals to actually do the turnaround. The, uh, the argument, this turnaround has been... Uh, uh, they've made against the workability of this turnaround is, is the fact of the technology used initially, that of the Italians. Mm. So... Why? Which means you are now using the new technology to repair the old ones. The, the old ones. Whereas if you are establishing afresh, it's easier. It's easier. Establish them uh, in, in, in economics. You know, you establish factories where yes. you have raw materials. Sure, a closeness and to, a closeness to exactly. the exactly mm. a market and all that. Mm. You know, so I think we have to have a rethink. I'm not impressed by all this. Fact, but do you think we, we, ha we have the financial strength to establish new refineries? We had it. We had. We, ha we, we had it. We didn't use it. Now, we still have it. It depends on the usage, you know, the priority areas. Okay. I mean, if we take away money from the National Assembly member, in fact, there was a story that went around viral, you know, day before yesterday, mm. that uh, 200 million, you know, had been um, marked for, uh, as of reps for Christmas, and 300, you know, for sending. I don't believe it. You know, it, it, what I'm saying is, you may believe it or not, but there is no smoke without fire. Sure. I mean, we saw it when they were going on three days or one mm. week, when the man said two million is in your account. Yeah. And all oh, that. prayers. Prayers. Yeah, they said prayers. Oh, okay. Prayers. So I agree. Let's just, know, so let's just leave it at prayers. <laughs> I also, need such prayers. So what though. we are saying is, we have to look. Look, is the the level of stealing mm. is benumbing. Go and go and say billion here. In fact, some agencies are not even in the. Uh, repatriating money you know to these covers you know so so many things are wrong unless if we do all this mm. we'll have the money if we stop leakages if we stop theft we'll, we'll have we, we'll we have can, money we can we can do it yes mm. we can do it use technology to stop all this all stuff. right let, let's let's move straight to another story from the punch newspaper federal government states plan 18 million agri jobs and 1.5 billion dollar funds now, here's the story. The National Economic Council on Thursday announced plans to channel at least $1.52 billion donor funds into 36 special agro-industrial processing zones across the country, aiming to create over 18.1 million jobs, yeah. including 100,000 farmers nationwide. Mm -hmm. Now, the first phase, which now runs in Kano, Kaduna, Kwara, Ogun, Oyo, Emo, Cross River, and Cross River State, as well as the Federal Capital Territory, will gulp over $520 million and is set to conclude by 2028. Now, 26 states have expressed interest in joining phase two of the program, where the $1 billion funds from the African Development Bank, AFDB, and other partners will be channeled. The states will begin documentation for the second phase in early 2024. The Punch newspaper has this one. Federal government and states plan 18 million agri-jobs and $1.5 billion funds. Now, um, the most important gain of this um, project will be in the area of job opportunities. Right. Okay, the um, job opportunities for Nigeria. Because looking at this project, it looks super massive. And by the look of things, mm. um, even at the stage of construction, according to the story, they said yeah. that 3,000 jobs will be, be uh, provided. Yeah. And at the end of the construction, there will be almost 500,000 jobs, mm. you know, on each zone that is for each state. And they're also to support about... Under a thousand farmers. Now, this is not the first time we've been doing something on agriculture. Mm. What are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this? Well, uh, any country that cannot feed itself is in tatters. Sure. We must appreciate that. Hmm. You wonder. In fact, India has overtaken China with uh, in regards to population. India is now 1.4 you know billion people. Okay. It has overtaken China. Hmm. Now, when you take India, when you take China. When you take Pakistan, Brazil, all these countries, you know, the first thing they are able to do is food security, which we have not been serious about. Mm. Because if we are serious about it, now they are talking of uh, agro-processing zone. Fine. You know, because the value chain has not been there all along. You only send raw materials, and that's the reason we don't have forex. Mm. Fine. Now that they are thinking right, maybe it will help. We must be able to feed ourselves. In fact, by 2050... Nigeria will be over 250 people. And we are not planning ahead, you know, to say, okay, mm. how do we feed? What is the cry now? 
apart from this uh, removal of uh, forest subsidy, the cry is food. Whereas if food has been available, mm. it, the, the price won't go up because you, you must have segmented it, you know, production in different areas. And we have said it on many occasions here that we should look at comparative advantage. Okay. It's now that states know, to states. States, states to mm. states. But who is mm. to blame here? Is it the federal government or the lack of creativity or, you know, from the state's government or the local governments here? The impetus has to come from the federal government. But the states are not helping the federal government. That's where I'm worried. For mm. instance, there's nothing... Look at the land, massive land, you know, that we have all over the country. In states of the federation, why can't we make use of it? Why didn't it, hasn't it occurred, you know, to uh, uh, our governors to say, okay, can't we look at these areas mm. of feeding, you know, and do something? For instance, only 5% farmers feed Americans. Yes. Only 5%? Only 5%. Yes, go and check it. Whereas, mm. it's because they use mechanized farming. I mean, if we still depend, local government, there was a time local government was giving uh, uh, tractors and all that at a, at a rate. Mm. Go there now. Are, there, are those tractors there? If you are talking of all these uh, agro-processing agro zones, yes. what are you going to process there mm. if you don't produce massively? So we look, we have comparative advantage. Uh, some people have cassava. Uh, some states have cassava as a, you know, an advantage. Uh, rice, you know, good state. Emo, Eboin, and some of these things. Let's g- come together and say, okay, food security. Now they have a minister of agri and food mm. security. Mm. Another Kiari. You know, Another Muhammad Kiari. Okay. You know, so, so we have those, we have the opportunity now. Mm. Let's, let's be serious about, about food processing. Now, see, see the country selling rice. India, Pakistan, all these countries, fringe on the fringe. They are selling rice to us. It's shameful going by the land, the ca- caliber of and, land. And they we also have. said one of the reasons uh, rice, actually, the price for rice actually went up. India it's because stopped I stopped export. It, you know, mm. Yes, I stopped export. Mm. I mean, if I cannot feed my people, why must I send it to other countries? Mm. So they must be serious about this food thing. Time is now. Let them sit down. It's good they are planning. But this is, we are talking of export processing zone. Yes. I'm not, before we think of export processing zone, and incidentally, Ogun was praised. You mm. know, as a leading yes. zone in this uh, in mm. this area of export processing, so we should talk about production we're, we're first. Yet, we are yet to see it because we, I, that, that is it. Ustaz <laughs> doesn't like to have this conversation <laughs> when I say, "Oh, let's talk about the rice pyramid we once yeah, had yeah. in Ogun State." Yeah. You know, I mean that. I do, I, he, no, he doesn't the, like to go into the, that conversation. That, that was political rice pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> at all levels, even at the federal level, okay, no, but, where, but, are the, where are but, the pyramids? But really, now? is it that we can't Ogun State right? Now? Can. Is it that we can't do something? No, we can. That That's we what can. I'm saying. We can. Then what is stopping Ogun State? I mean, <laughs> from achieving. It, it, that? Is, I, I, I've planted rice before. Hmm. Yes, you know. So there's nothing is encouraging farmers, providing tractors, providing uh, all this equipment that you can use, you know, to plant. Not planting by hand, mm. and that's where that's where the northerners are better than us. They are developed, uh, they're basing development authorities, they are making maximum use of it. In fact, in the north, they are working towards planting all the year round, irrespective of when, uh, of, of climate. Mm. And which we should we, we should do here. There's nothing stopping us from irrigation, you know. We are not doing it. Um, during the campaigns, um, the presidential candidate of the Labour Party. You know, during his campaign, he said something that Niger State is almost as large as the Netherlands. Yes, of course. And in agriculture-wise, Netherlands is part of the five top five agricultural countries in Europe. Yes, of course. Giving about 29.1 billion euros, making 29.1 billion euros. Niger State, with a large expanse of land in the north. We are not we are exploited. It is, it is very sad. The population, we are not exploited. And, and the population is growing exponentially. Exactly. It, it, it's, it's so, so sad. We talked about the Malthusian the theory, theory last, last you know, the other time, yes. But we are not, why, why is it that the governors it, 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 don't have, that, you, see, you know, think I, tanks that can actually tell them, I, okay, go this way in the area of agriculture? I, I think we are spoiling our, our, our governors. Even now, that this removal, this uh, petroleum subsidy has mm. been removed, they are the ones benefiting. They are the ones because more money is going more to money. the states and we are not seeing it. The way we spoil that's the reason why some people are arguing that you sh- we should restructure this country. Hmm. Recall when we are talking about roads in America, 
Any road that passes through a state, you have jurisdictional control over it, so you don't have to wait for the federal. All this Lagos Ibadan, Lagos Abekuta, mm. and all these things, we don't have to go to the federal because federal is not applying the road. All the truncate, all the truncate, they don't do those things. Any road in your own territory, be responsible for it. If the federal government is going to provide money, fine, so be it. So that 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 is the problem. The government, the state government, have to brace up. Okay, so what are the things needed? Security, because most of the farmers yes. they complain that they can't yes. go to the farms. Security, um, Security, loans, loans. But we gave loans environment. To, we gave loans to farmers. The Anchor Borrowers Program. What happened to it? Yeah. Most of the farmers they, they they ran away with the money. Yeah, because um, the, the planning was faulty. So would you still the, the, suggest that the government the, should still give loans to farmers this time? For but them we, to we should provide we should provide mechanized. You let's look for farmers that can do mechanized farming. Mm. So that they take care of areas and you know, pour the food in there. Because we have the land, like we rightly say, there is nowhere in the land. In fact, most land in Ogun State now, I'm afraid, it's been, I mean, the way they advertise, is being used for construction. Residential, Residential buildings. buildings. Mm. I mean, are we... And there, there is no, no, nobody is saying anything about it. Because the way we are, they are going, mm. uh, just in a few months' time, we mean be bereft of uh, land you know, to use for farming. But we still have the land. Let the government take an audit of it and let them designate different areas you know, for planting. All right. Let, let's move straight to another story from uh, the Vanguard newspaper. If you just joined us, it is uh, freshly pressed on Niger's number one radio station. Uh, we have Sir Eddie right here. All right. The Vanguard newspaper has this one. Northern elders express concern over conduct of judiciary. Now, the Northern Elders Forum have expressed worry over the current state of affairs within the country's judiciary. Now, the Northern Elders Forum, in a statement yesterday by its convener, Professor Ango Abdullahi stressed the need for the judiciary to be cautious in its actions to prevent the erosion of its integrity, public trust and confidence. Now, he said a lot of things, but I'll just quote him just a little bit. He said, and I quote, now, the potential consequences of this action may ultimately validate the concerns raised by retired Supreme Court Justice Datijo Muhammad in the valedictory mm. remarks about corruption and undue compromises within the judiciary. Uh, the Vanguard newspaper has this story. Northern elders express concern over conduct of judiciary. This goes back <laughs> to the Kano State. Um, now, the current trend... You know, what's happened in Kano State, the CTC, yeah, um, no, no, Certified yeah. True Copy, yeah, copy. The, there yeah. was an appeal court judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was in the CTC was totally different. Mm. What was in the CTC showed that, oh, the Kano State governor won uh, the appeal, won at the appeal court. But the judgment in itself, in reality, the Kano State government was sacked. Even though the Kano State, the appeal court has come out to say that. That was the it. The judgment still subsists. Yeah, that was it. Now, the current trend, according to this story, may somehow encourage politicians you know to view politics as a do or die affair because when the judiciary you know fails to adjudicate disputes hold politicians accountable for their actions you know this therefore will create an environment where politicians will feel emboldened to engage in corrupt practices abuse their power disregard the principles of democracy now the question is how will the courts be able to redeem its image with Nigerians. All along, the, uh, the politics in Nigeria has been do or die, especially beginning from 2007 to date. So from 2007, 2007 to date. I mean, the one we can excuse was the beginning, that's 1999 to 2003. Yes. I mean, at that point in time, I mean, the kind of money they charge, you know, for expression of interest, mm -hmm. you know, nomination and spending. It's mm. not as gargantuan as we have it now. <laughs> so that, but but from night 2007 to date, it just went. It is way haywire. Mm. And who to blame? Although the NEF didn't want to blame any group, they are saying the judiciary. But the judiciary hasn't been like this, mm. especially when it even comes to politics. I mean, recall you know the uh, the errors of uh, uh, Kyle Deshaun and all the rest of them. Okay, you know, uh, uh, Puta. And so yeah, many of them, Uta. fantastic, mm. fantastic mm. judges. And mm. we still have them. Even in states, we have people who stood, you know, clear. And, you know, like Caesar's wife, mm. you know, above board. We still have them. But the problem is politicians. Yesterday, there was a workshop in, the, in, in the Abuja 
organized by Yaga, okay. Africa. Okay. And the people who spoke at that point, let me take Jega. Okay. Jega said, when you look at the what the politicians do vis-a-vis registration, hmm. voter registration, that it's not good enough. It's the one that is affecting our, our, our politics. That you see underage children and foreigners, hmm. you know, coming to vote in Nigeria because that is desperation that I'm talking about. You know, and uh, just like uh, like like this guy said, uh, there are no desperate situations, but desperate men. Desperate men. Yes. You see, because the way our politicians, they are desperate about it because that's the only industry that has money. You can become anything anymore once you are in there. I mean, I can imagine if I were a senator now, a house of reps man. Oh, yes. I mean, I won't be Collect, part. I won't collecting be, prayers. I won't be, I won't prayers be, in the mail. I won't be part you know? of. I won't be part of you. <laughs> I will have been part. I will have been moved out of. No, exactly. it is too. It's, it it's, is the truth. It is too cap. It's too monetized. Hmm. In other countries, it's, they just take sitting allowance. We are the one to help. They don't buy cars at oh, we. And also, did you see the um, the open letter by uh, François Doherty? Yes, I I, hmm. I saw it. You know, so you, you just you just imagine that with all this election will be do or die. But what they are saying, you and I know, that's the ideal, giving mm. it normative justification, the mm. norm. The norm is that when you uh, uh, when you look at the pyramid, yes, election, electoral process, democracy, is at the top mm. of the pyramid. Every other thing comes under it. It's at the superstructure. Mm. Any country that is going good today, yes, you can talk of South Korea, North Korea, China, you know, that they have this, uh, you know, parliament mm-hmm. is, uh, is, is, is power, is, you know, the Authoritarian, authoritarian, authoritarian is, uh, yes, you know, but the, it's working for them. Hmm. It's working for America, but why is it not working for us? Because deliberately, our president, even some of our senators, are more than the American president. The American true, president true. asks for the seven thousand dollars. Nigerian senators and Kenyan senators are the they are the highest paid yeah, in the, the whole world. Yes. You know, so so if we still leave it like that, that's what the NEF is saying hmm. that democracy. Is contingent on the transparency that you exhibit. You see, people will not go. To, I, I'm not sure we have this kind of ele- electoral, you know, contest in America after the election. The election sure. after the election, the election, they congratulate each other. Mm. Yes, but here because, because the, system the system is system transparent. Exactly yes, works. once you are satisfied that mm. what this thing that has brought me uh, that has taken me off the of the rail is transparent. I mean, I I saw the votes. The thing is transmitted through IRF. Hmm. No, no, yeah, no, 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 nothing. You'll be sad. You say, okay, it's my luck. I'll try another time. Is that something we need to learn from the Liberian elections? Yeah, yes, o- of course. Uh, there is a lot we have to learn from it, you know, give and take. Uh, because it, it helps democracy. Hmm. Although GEJ was the first person to do it yes. here in Nigeria. Hmm. We have, and it's, uh, it's ripping the fruits now. Hmm. At what uh, uh, Open where has done too mm. is good, and I think in Africa generally we must begin to learn this. Uh, it's, again, it's in Kenya that this uh, b- b- court post-election mm. court matter, court uh, prosecutions, you know, is rampant. I think with that, maybe other countries, but in Nigeria, I doubt it because the lawyers are there. Are we getting Look, better? The lawyers or? ought to. Are we getting better? Uh, we are not. Because looking at the, the this thing from the judiciary, INEC and the, 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 the even the lawyers. We saw the lawyers. The lawyers will not advise their client properly. We, you saw what happened we, during the off-cycle election. Off-side election off-cycle are we election. getting better? We are not. We are not. And that's what the NEF is saying. Confidence in the electorate. Hmm. That's the reason why we have... In fact, this election, the uh, uh, post-off-season uh, election, yeah, the I'm not election. sure we have... More than fifteen people percent that voted. In Anambra State, Soludo was brought in with ten percent. Oh dear. And in other countries, Cote d'Ivoire, South Africa, eighty-seven percent. Eighty-seven, exactly. It is it's so sad because of confidence. Then violence, violence is rampant. If the list comes up, about one hundred and ninety-one people are, are going to be prosecuted hmm. by INEC. But does INEC is it is going to be properly done? <laughs> no, they, they have used they have uh, contacted one hundred and ninety-one lawyers or hmm. whatever you know to do the prosecution. Look, people have been saying, extra- establish a court, hmm. a tribunal like to a try special offenses a special commission. offenses commission hmm. to try Electoral offenders. Then they will know we are serious. Hmm. You see, because once there is no sponsor, there won't be violence. Sure. 
the sure. politicians sponsor violence. That's that during the election that because they want to. That's why there are no consequences. Exactly because they will, mm. they want to be there at all costs. That's the issue of do or die mm. that you mentioned. Do or die. I just have to win. Mm. All right, let's move to our final. Uh, 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 okay, we need to go on this quick break. Okay, and we'll be right back. Don't touch that radio. to keep my family happy. Mm, so you use Tasty Tom? Of course. Huh, this tea is so red and thick. <laughs> Tasty Tom tomato mix enriches my meals with an appealing and appetizing red color. So Tasty Tom is this red and thick? Yes, so. It's also tasty. <laughs> Can we have more, please? I am going to get my own Tasty Tom tomato mix. My family deserves to be happy too. Yes, sir. With Tasty Tom tomato mix, you can give your family more of meals that make them happy. It's thick, tasty, and enriches your meals with an appealing red color. It's enriched with vitamins and fiber that are good for the body. Tasty Tom for tasty meals. And we're back on radio. It is still freshly pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station. Let's review one more story before we go to the film lines. Uh, the, the Daily Trust has this one. Tinubu government inherited a dead economy, says Soludo. Now, the uh, governor, Charles Soludo of Anambra State, says the administration of President Balatinubu inherited a dead economy. Soludo stated this while commenting the... A current Naira dollar exchange during an interview on Channel's television's politics today. Now, the former governors of the CBN 
said part of the problem was that the Apex Bank was illegally printing money in total violation of the 2007 Act governing the financial institution. Uh, the Daily Trust has this one. Tinubu government inherited a dead economy, says Soludo. Now, Soludo was a former yeah, CBN, CBN governor, so he knows what he say. He knows the terrain. Exactly. He yeah. talked about the CBN mm -hmm. on the Mayfield. It was just illegally and brazenly violating the CBN Act of 2007 yeah, yeah, when sure, it comes to the issue of sure. printing money. And uh, he talked about where the advance money is not backed with nothing no. yeah he said the money was just credited to the federal government in trillions four trillion ten trillion just in trillions and he also talked about how the um the tinubu administration yeah, inherited a dead economy, dead economy. He, he, he likened nigeria's economy to a standing horse that was dead but because it was still standing people didn't know that the horse was dead <laughs> now this is an economy that I think it was in 2014, 2015, where they said Nigeria has the largest economy mm, yeah. after South in Africa. Africa. In mm. Africa and then South Africa. Yeah, overtaking us. It, South Africa is now overtaking when it comes to the largest economy. Mm -hmm. Now, for we to say that this Tinubu administration inherited a dead economy, should we bring to question the PMB administration? Does the PM does PMB has question to answer here? No, if if Tinubu didn't or if APC didn't win and Another party got there, mm. whether LP or PDP yes. or SDP or whatever. You will have seen the the the, the flank of the bed, you know, of the, <laughs> of the, of the hair. See, because they will have exposed so a, many things. A that, whole lot more. Yes, you know that PM did did very wrong. Mm. Now look at the indices. When you look at our reserve, foreign reserve, what is there now? Virtually they can't even tell us the amount because the thing has been depleted seriously. Unlike mm. in Saudi Arabia that has se over seven hundred trillion, you know, sure. in their in, in their reserve. Now, when look at the debt profile of of Nigeria, it, it's terrible. Look at inflation. Mm. Look at uh, food inflation and all that. So, it's dead. In fact, some people will argue that Nigeria is a failed state already. Yes. Looking at the indices. Look, look, look at, looking at the indices. Mm. We are we are faced. Once you cannot, I mean, people cannot feed. Who are the people feeding now? Because people, some people are using 101, 100, 001, and all that. Even children. Some children have dropped mm, out of school. True. Because they cannot afford, you know, the public. So, uh, Nigeria, is, is, is the economy is dead. But hopefully, it, it, it's going to be revived. Mm. That's uh, the hope. Uh, okay, let, let's let's start to, let's open the phone lines right now. Okay. And let's get to talk to Nigerians. The number is to call 0815. Four three two one zero seven nine. We are live on Facebook. We are live on Facebook at uh, Fresh FM on um, Fresh FM Abelkuta on Facebook and also on Twitter. You can also tweet at us at Fresh FM Abelkuta on the X platform. Who's our first caller? Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning to Alaji. Let me talk about my name. I'm calling for Miracle in Ilomori. All right, Alaji. Yes, sir. On the issue of pharma, we are talking. Yes. Unless you continue to target. The patient farmers that are producing what you are eating now. Okay. To uh, because I we do it not to trust them, they won't come to Ashero or to okay, Mason. You have to divide the local government into three some three places for them to they are nearer to them and put what we call the uh, uh, tractors there and their centers to meet them mm. and give them anything you want to give them. Because you expect them to come to that uh, Okemos or Ashero or something, they, you won't see the real farmer. You won't see them. Let us target those people. In those all the local government we are having agricultural uh, something, let's have the, the local government to three or two, or two put, put the center there, build the horns and everything, have the doctor there that go help them to produce. And then you are then the marketing tool. You want to deliver. You have the buy that from that place. They will know. Then you have read anything you want to add to the discussion. That is the, that is the solution. Anybody want to join? Let them go to the area that we wish. All right. Can, All right. Thank you. We can be an operator. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. You can also tweet at us at Fresh FM at Bill Kuta at Fresh FM at Belkuta. We have some messages right here on Facebook. Remember, you can also do WhatsApp as well. Um, 
Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Benga. God bless me for picking my call. This is the man that I will continue to love. Yeah, good morning. Professor Eddie, I know my name is Honorable Larry Jaji. Larry Jay is calling from the People's Parliament in Gabon, Leme in Abelkota. Yeah, you know, uh, it is very, very simple. We know how to do this thing. You know, just gather the farmers, not necessarily present farmers alone. Gather the farmers, gather all the graduates. Let it be a compulsory program. I'm telling you, full fledged mechanized farming okay. is the best thing. Allocate, mm. you know, farms, you know, technical for each farm, cassava, maize. Then the offtake has to be on ground. People that are ready to even offtake, those okay. items. So, as a farmer, you don't need to suffer. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. Oh, we lost that call. Mm. All right. Uh, we, we have some messages right here on uh, Facebook. Uh, Dr. Ayedun Shegmazaya says that I want to appreciate my personal, 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 Sir Eddie, I know for his uh, brilliant submission always. He's the kind of person that never, that's never biased when analyzing. My question is, why is it difficult to place Nigerian politicians in government on minimum wage, just like civil servants in Nigeria? What is happening to a CONFAB report that was organized during the Good Luck Administration? Are we saying that we can't find good things out of it? Okay, lots of questions lots here. Uh, Shegma Akisai says that the northerners still produce food in abundance despite their security challenges yeah. in Nigeria, mm. while the south okay. used the land for religious houses <laughs> and inhabited housing mm. estates. Zachary Olibaya says that we have the highest paid political leaders and the nation is among the poor nations list. We need to be sincere with ourselves. We need to be sincere with ourselves. Okay, uh, let's pick up more calls. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, comrade Afalavi is there. Good morning, yeah, comrade Afalavi is there. Yeah, comrade, let's talk. Yeah, uh, it's a very good topic you mentioned concerning the farmers. But one thing I just discovered is that we are not all serious in this part of the world. Oh, really? Why are we giving money to this farmer? They need they need money for other things. If we know we really want to invest in farming, let's invest in, in, in uh, mechanic, I mean, in machine. Okay. Tractors, hmm. make tractors available to them. Give them token just okay. to get few things that they cannot, uh, you know, uh, see. Hmm. Let my uh, machine be available okay. for them to to do their farming job. And uh, the, the the tractor will be owned by the government. They will only go there, get the tractor, and use it in their farming activity. Okay. And things will be okay. Oh. And uh, we will see if you can see the money is given to them, and uh, we cannot even recover the money again. All right. So the past, the money has been used to another area of their life uh, uh, need. But if we know we really want to spend in in farming, let us invest in in tractors, relevant things that okay. are needed in the farm. All right. Let's All right. give it to them, All and right, they will make you. use of it, and the things will we turn around. Thank you. All right, we need to go on this quick break. We'll be right back. Don't touch that radio. Alright, you're welcome back on radio. It is still freshly pressed on Nigel's number one radio station. We have some uh, tweets here. Uh, th this one is from uh, Shoinka says the judiciary agreeing with the politicians to silence the Electoral Act 2022 after INEC promised big under deliver is a big low that dented trust. Akoride Camille says it will be very good for us if NNPCL can meet up with the 2024 projection. This is what Nigeria needs to attain, local refining capacity, equally granting licenses for modular refineries which are easier to manage and maintain is also important. 
All right, uh, Chene Tunde says that good morning, NNPCL. We are not interested in any news from them until we see fuel across Nigeria. Enough of promises that will not see the light of the day. God bless Nigeria. Okay, uh, this next one, uh, Ola Sheni Omidiji. Omidiji says that I really don't expect anything from the NNPCL's promise to end crude importation by December 2024. Entire petroleum industry needs total overhauling. The government is not exhibiting enough seriousness in this area. Mm-hmm. All right, let's pick up more calls. Uh, who is there? Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Good morning. Yeah, I definitely from All right, let's talk. Yes, I want to greet your guest and I want to salute uh, his submission this morning. Okay, thank you. Um, the reason why I love it most is because it touched on the state, on okay. the state for development. Okay. Yes, because we are hammering much on the federal and we leave the state to just do whatever, uh, whatever they like. The development of the state lies with the state governor. Okay. They talked about the funerary, 38 130 funerary in, in, in America. It is not owned by the federal government alone. No. The state mm. government mm. has their own refinery. Mm. Let states mm. to mm. do their own refinery. Let states go into agriculture. Let them go to so, so many things so that we can have a relief. We don't have the federal citizen. What we have in Nigeria are state it's citizens. It's so let the state government live up to their responsibility. And let us, I mean, focus less on the uh, uh, federal government. Thank you very much. All right, thank you so much for calling. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Okay, uh, let's see if we have uh, more messages on Facebook. We have uh, this message says that uh, Zachary Olibaya says that uh, the faithfulness and competency of the judiciary is the strength and glory of the nation. Hmm, true. All right, uh, the next one says that uh, Balbasanjo does not want Nigeria to thrive. Exactly what is he asking for now? Military rule or monarchical system of government? Okay, uh, more messages here says that uh, Morning, sir. On farmers' money, we'll be given the wrong people. You can investigate. Okay. Uh, let's see if we pick up more calls. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Sergeant. Yeah, yeah good, morning, good morning, Mr. Sir. Eddie. Good morning. Uh, this is your uh, James calling from uh, Obada. Okay. Yeah. When we talk of uh, agriculture and food security, as Nigeria utilizing is being referred to, as the largest economy of Africa. Hmm. Is it not because of our population yeah. and the natural environment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The threat of India and China is their population. Yeah. Sure. But here in Nigeria, we have the youth who are to be more productive. But majority of them are doing idle, hmm. doing nothing productive. Why can't we start using this youth for the mechanized farming, at least to be self-sufficient agriculturally? Good morning. Yeah, good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Okay, let's see if we pick up maybe just one more call, and that will be it. Just one more call. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning, sir. Good morning. I'm Oladilin coming from America. Yeah, good morning. Let's talk. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Good, yes. good morning, sir. Yes. I want to ask this question, please. What's supposed to be the immediate solution to this food problem? Mechanized farming, uh, Uncle Boru, all these—they are long-term uh, ideas. Mm. Let us have media solution. There is need for rice, uh, gari, amala, uh, beans, and other things. Supposed to be on the table immediately, immediately. Or else people will die. People have been dying. What can we do, sir? Please. What can we do immediately to at least uh, affect the things that we are experiencing now? Thank you very much. Have a nice weekend. All right, then. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Well, I okay. recall. I, I recall Muritala Muhammad. You know, once brought in uh, all kinds of food items, you know, mm-hmm. uh, chicken, rice, and all that, when the situation demanded it. I, I think most of this money being spent, you know, can be used, you know, to bring in food, you know, at a rate, you know, that people can buy, you know, so that at least to solve the immediate problem prior to the December, you know, prior to December and January, then all this high-faluting planning can now, you know, materialize you know, mm. over time. All right, Saidi, your part in thought. Well, we, we should be optimistic, you mm. know, yes. I mean, because a nation without optimism, sure. especially 
uh, the youth, you know, that things will be better. The way the, the way the government sure. is going, I want to believe that things will things get will be better. better. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sir Eddie, for your analysis as always. We'll be back again on Monday by the special grace of God. My name is Binga Oreshegun, the man you just have to love. Keep your FM down plugged and the radio down. And uh, it's the weekend starter. Put moderation to it. The way you eat, the what you drink. Don't drink and drive. You want to drive, don't drink. And remember, stay healthy. Drugs are not <laughs> joking not right now. Just make sure. Stay healthy. <laughs>